Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Gay Power Half an Hour with your host, Casey Lai. Hi, and I'm Tony Soto. Hi, Tony Soto. Hi, we're back again. I like that. I like starting off like, do you remember Masterpiece Theater? That was very calm. Welcome. Yeah. Do you remember Masterpiece Theater? I don't know. No. I remember Masterpiece Theater. That was on PBS, yeah. right? Yeah. And but then like there was like old-timey English movies. Disney Disney would do Masterpiece Theater. Okay. And I think it was George Plimpton who would be like, hello and welcome back to Masterpiece Theater. And it was, uh, then they would show Donald Duck. Nope. <laughs> Donald Duck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Daffy Duck is Looney Tunes. Yeah. Donald Duck is Disney. Disney. Yeah. Well, well, this was a really good podcast. Right. Great start. <laughs> Great start. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gay Power Half an Hour Theater. <laughs> uh, what were your favorite shows growing up, Tony? What were my favorite shows growing yeah. up? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying to. Okay, well, that was. Uh, we always talk about your traumatic childhood. Let's talk about the good things, your escapes. I was really into uh, soap operas. <laughs> were you really? <laughs> yeah. So I, nothing has changed. Like, like all my children and one life to live. That's were, so funny. Were, were my shit. Like uh, growing up, I would always want to be sick. You know what I mean? I always wanted to be sick too. But and then. Uh, look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I would stay home and then I would. Uh, my mother had like a daytime. Uh, TV ritual and it was like Price is Right then Young and the Restless then All My Children then One Life to Live. Oh that's were you invested in those characters? I was and yeah so much so that like when I grew up like I just continued and when they were ultimately cancelled I was crushed I make crushed. Jokes about you being a Midwestern housewife. No. And then you These say are not things jokes. like this and they just reinforce. This is what I want. I believe. This is what I need. I would love to just be like, I remember thinking my mom, because my mom was also a closet cigarette smoker. Closet. Uh, yeah. Like she was, I'm not bad at it. Like she would smoke all day in the house. Uh-huh. And then like an hour before dad got home, she would like shove the fucking ashtray underneath the couch and then just spray air freshener. And I was like, Did and then she, work and then she would like you know go to work right uh and my thing is like god she has such a great life except for the going to work thing like i would love to smoke in the house all day and not go to work and then just not go to work. uh prophecy fulfilled yes Tony. prophecy fulfilled and here i am <laughs> and here i am and the soap operas are now just the dish uh <laughs> the view and dr oz i hate that you walked in and dr oz was on the tv <laughs> I, walked uh, but- in, I was like Tony, do you watch dr oz <laughs> he's like, i just wanted to know about al Rogan knee replacement <laughs> oh my god i did i did one most of us don't know that al roker is having a knee replacement <laughs> but apparently it's the talk he had a terrible limp for a long time. time he was in a lot of pain it was very important that he got that knee replacement uh i just think you know i have a birthday coming up and on saturday 52 and years it's old. gonna be and it's <laughs> And it's one of those who cares birthdays, but also one of those birthdays is like, oh, bitch, you getting fucking older. Are you a Sag? I am. Sagittarius. I'm a Scorpio. We're apparently the most powerful of all of the signs. Wait, the Sages and the Scorpio are what you wait, Scorp- Scorpios are? Scorpios are, yeah. Oh, Sag rhymes with vag, and that's the only thing I know about so it. So did you just like uh, <laughs> totally try to steal my thunder? You're a Vagitarius. Uh, with- <laughs> Calm down. What, what are your traits? 
Meaning Sagittarius traits. I think we're aggressive. Okay. I think we're overbearing. Okay. I think that we uh, are born leaders and okay. devastatingly handsome mm, uh, and beautiful. Okay. If you are of the female persuasion, yeah, uh, it's a handsome woman. That's a handsome Sagittarius woman. I always say, <laughs> you can tell a woman's a Sagittarius by how handsome she is. <laughs> but no, so I mean, I just have to really start thinking about the fact that my body is breaking down. Oh, I'm not getting any younger. No, and that is uh scary to me what so. are some of the symptoms of a knee replacement of needing a <laughs> knee replacement do you need oh you're talking you're you're linking this back to to al roker yeah that's why i wanted to watch it. i wanted to hear about the technology that's going into knee replacements because uh, at some do point you have a knee bum knee i have a bum lower half spend girl, your like life, life on your knees that low, and that you spend low. your life on your knees you know you just Got to drop and pray. That's, um, that's what I do. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I'm getting older and I'm getting in my head about it. But that's okay. You look great. Thank you. You're thriving. Thank you. Um, Thank you. That's great. Uh, people know who you are. Some, you get booked to do like HIV fundraisers. I have been booked, yes. Um, as a drag queen. As a drag queen. Yeah, not, not yeah. me. Not me in general. Like the first thing that I don't I, get booked to do anything. The first thing that I got to do, like as Tony Soto, was a roast that I did on Sunday that you helped me with. Oh, you didn't with. do it in drag? No. I, no, there was no money. Like he was, that bitch was not offering oh, me any a, kind of money. I forgot about that. I yeah. showed her what zero dollars got her. I put on <laughs> chapstick. I put chapstick on and I was like, this is what zero dollars gets you. And a bunch of jokes written by casey live all right yes they were they were Frame. formatted Frame. by casey live mm -hmm. no and i have to say real quick casey live is very funny and uh once i can afford to pay him he might be my comedy writer i'll but, take it but thank you like you did help me out because i don't tell jokes like that and it was the first time i did like scripted shit yeah you're more off of off the cuff off the cuff yeah. but i was very happy that i was able to uh go last so i was taking notes of everyone's performances so that way i have original stuff true too. not just a casey lie performance true professional uh but while i was doing that like you were out of town because we had a holiday yeah i went to thanksgiving thanksgiving in... just happened did Yay. you did you have a good time i did yeah overall had a very good time i my i love my uh family very much now was it your immediates or did you have to be there ready to battle some trump supporters so no so my it was i i flew home to rhode island and my immediate family uh just spent one night together along with my brother's wife and then we went to her family oh you don't include her in like a family thing no like... she's family is that your immediate family yeah i guess yeah, your brother's she's, wife is she, your immediate she's about family. to she's you know? about to sire a she child literally isn't she? has my same name yeah you know, she does there is casey lie is me and casey lie is my brother's wife that's right um and that's, get your minds out of the gutter it's gotta be weird what the fuck why happens? is that you weird I mean? the just... only person it's weird for is you and maybe them yeah. um it shouldn't be weird <laughs> to anyone else if it's weird to anyone else you got to get your mind out of the gutter yeah there's something wrong with you guys yeah <laughs> someone did say that they were like you ever think he like is he like calling your name out during sex like take that dick casey and you ever think take he that thinks, dick and it's all right <laughs> I'm hearing that now i'm getting very uncomfortable thinking about it and it's like i feel like if he ever like, Duncan, if you look if you're that, listening like, to this show i'm sorry about that last if, thing i if, just said like, if he was like if he had those thoughts they he they should have not ever gotten together <laughs> they should have like broken up you know he should have like been like you know what i have some deeper issues i need to deal with and i'm gonna deal with that and like so we i need to go to therapy maybe we'll go if you want to stick around <laughs> couple therapy but like i'm dating you because really i want to fuck my brother like that would be i i have like a very strong feeling knowing my brother that that's not the case 
No. You know? Thank God. Um, like, look, in our chat, we had ample chances. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> and it never At happened. At Thanksgiving. That's, okay, so, it got weird. It got weird. It just got really weird. And this is how my Thanksgiving goes. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I did what I did. Although your brother is fine. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. I don't see. Everyone says, this is what's so annoying to me. If I had hot relatives, I would let so you say my relatives were annoying hot. annoying to me. <clears throat> what? Why? Is that we look almost exactly alike. That's not true. And he's just taller than me. You have similar qualities. And everyone is always like, oh my God, your brother's such a hot beast. And you're fine. (laughs) You look like Fred Savage, who's attractive. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Who's attractive. Your Your brother looks like Bradley Cooper. There's got to be a better looking sibling. How on earth can two people who look exactly alike... One person gets called Quit Bradley exactly. Cooper, Quit and the other person exactly. gets called you're one s- of the various Savage brothers. You're saying exactly like it's a fact, all right? And, and that's not true. Now, as the How attractive sibling, as the attractive sibling in my family, um, we got to be there. You know what I mean? We got to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I you're you're a very beautiful person. I'm not going to say I've never met any of the rest of your family, and as a result, I do not want to talk about how they look i only want to talk about when the times they make you feel bad on social media about uh their political affiliations they're ugly on the inside i don't care what they look like on the outside i don't need to know tony okay all All i know is my brother and i and my sister all look look exactly exactly alike alike. (laughs) and one's a a hot stud straight entrepreneur (laughs) And the other is like a hot, young, like woodsy, hippie girl. Yeah, she's a down bitch. Who's a down she's bitch. She's a down bitch. And then and there's then you. Angsty. And then there's you. Gay. HIV riddled. Just riddled. Fred Savage. All the mistakes just in <laughs> one package. Of course the other siblings excelled. You were the one that was there to fuck up. It's just... I guess that's true. But I'm the best one. You you are. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're a good set. Here's the thing. You asked about Thanksgiving. I did. And the story that I wanted to tell you was that on Wednesday night, Uh I and another member of my family who probably would not like me to say that she did this as well, but there are two people in my family. Okay. It's my sister. Calm down. There are two females in my sister. One is... Oh, in my, there are two females in my family. One is my sister. The other is my mom. One of them, who is not my sister, and I ate a bunch of... Oh, she's going to be mad at You're such a dick. Look, legal pot food. <laughs> and it was one of those snack pack things. Like you one can't of those, handle smoking it. I don't know why you I, try to think you can eat I'm, it. I, I have learned how to nibble a little bit. I had one really bad experience at my brother's wedding years ago, and <laughs> I was supposed to be the best man, not at the wedding, but right before, and I ate a pot gummy bear and lost my damn mind, mm-hmm. um, and thought, was like, how can I be the best man when I'm not the best at anything? And that, like, ruined, like, a good week. Um, and then, but, so, so anyway, it, it basically... Wednesday night ate like we're snack we were like like had drinking wine we went out to dinner and then we come and we're like oh did, my brother had brought home some like pot food and we ate a little nibble a little bit and uh, the next thing we're like having a great time the next thing you know my mom and I are like laughing hysterically in the kitchen about like uh, like pictures and I like walk into my bro- to the rest of the family and I was like laughing hysterically and I was like oh my god mom is like and I said some nonsense and my family looked at me and like are you okay and I like all of a sudden it all started to wash over me <laughs> and then so I went upstairs and then for the next two days I couldn't talk to anyone. Oh. Oh my god. It's really dangerous. Don't come for me and tell me that I'm not, I'm not cool. When you are so not cool when it comes to fucking 
marijuana. Look, like, I've never met. If there were bags of ecstasy snacks, <laughs> I could gobble those up till the cows came home and have a great time. People were like, hey, he's the best guy. Sure, his shirt's off and he's on top of something dancing. But that's that he's having fun. We're not worried about him. His balance is impeccable for someone who's so fucked up. Oh, my God. You know, speaking, speaking of ecstasy. <laughs> yes. Um, the FDA approved today ecstasy maybe not today for uh stress and depression so oh they're yeah. actually gonna do testing right. they did that on yes they did that yesterday yesterday yeah you know just they're just days. whatever days or time means nothing in this in in this world anymore. in this industry yeah um uh, for ptsd i think so and depression and stuff now like haven't that. they been doing this but like wasn't this like something they did uh back in the 70s there was no major then, funding for it yeah way back in the day like psilocybin like with, with acid MDMA, and stuff like that yeah. acid DMT, ketamine yeah. all that stuff. all the good stuff the stuff that you get like pure sense of joy and euphoria yeah. from all the shit you want to take on a saturday night and i'm just saying i feel like everyone every fucking military officer needs to get a handful of molly when they get home no matter what that's the least we can do. Absolutely. They've been fighting wars for the last 14 years, and all we've been doing is raiding. Absolutely. We've been raving. <laughs> they do not know what they're missing. We didn't even know there was a war over there sometimes. <laughs> Wait, did you say ketamine? They're, they're using a horse tranquilizer to try to fix, fix brains? It's like, uh, I don't know. <coughs> I think I think the idea of ketamine being like a, an, an animal tranquilizer is one of the things that it does in big amounts. Oh, like, you know, poppers. Yeah. It can use a video head cleaner. I don't think that's it can true help at your all. I think up somehow, some, some way, poppers some became VCR head cleaner. Like, it's never, no one was ever like, no one ever cleaned their VCR. <laughs> also, what is a VCR head? <laughs> it's, the, it's the things that the tape rub on, right? Oh, God. That plays the, uh, that's technical shit by Tony yeah, Soto. 1980s technology passed us by, <laughs> and uh, we still don't know what it was. Anyway, yeah, I, poppers, um, um, poppers cure cancer, uh, and now <laughs> ketamine cures depression, and ecstasy cures PTSD. Who knew? Listen, at this point, we have to be on these kinds of drugs just to get through the next four years. So sure. just let's keep popping the molly. And uh, that will be really interesting to see because at some point, like you know, this is kind of the way that the the world works is that things get approved mm-hmm. by um, I just like like not even, like things get approved by the FDA and then all of a sudden they do become like easier to get. Like let's say fentanyl, that's something I never heard about, and right. like all of a sudden the FDA approves it for fucking pain and, and now it killed Prince, know, not just Prince, and most Michael of Kentucky, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like most of Kentucky is dead on fentanyl right is, now. Is this it's like a street thing too? Like people are. This, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Street thing it's, as well? it's the new heroin. It basically because it's easy because it's like it's, cheaper. It's like this. It's like it's an opioid. It's like getting oxycontin. Like you can get it. You get you know like and you find ways to like fool your doctors and prescriptions and stuff like that. So that that's an ish. But but the point was like once these things kind of become like not over the counter but like fda approved and you can get prescribed like you know medical grade ecstasy for your depression yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wonder how that's gonna work i don't know I i'm kinda, not sure it's gonna I, be I, like a red pill i kind of feel like uh just do half I, i'm like i'm a, I'm a good half time later, on four you know what like. i mean i don't know i don't know how i think i go through a 30 day pretty quickly you know what i mean because because you're not gonna get off as hard as you want to on that medical shit you know what i mean well you're right <laughs> but we don't know we don't yeah i can't imagine i imagine i i, I am very interested in the testing i want to um we'll we'll get back to this because i'm not an expert in uh medic in, in anything in, like really i'm an expert in 
um, doing this podcast with you. Uh, not really promoting it that well, but uh, talking yeah. into yeah, the no. microphone. Yeah. Raising a dog. I see that. She's very quiet today. Remember the last time, two weeks ago, she wouldn't shut the fuck yes. up? Yes. And now I love the dog. So Thank you. It just, took, it just took me some time to let it know that I was in charge of it anytime I was around it. I'm yeah. in charge of that dog. Okay, that's fine. I love that dog. It's so cute. It's yeah. So I mean, cute. it just sucks that it got such bad parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. just really concerned. Tony was like, it's so <laughs> stupid. Literally, I've had it for two and a half weeks and I was just like, and I just showed her how I taught, how we taught uh, Frau to sit. And oh, just now. You got very lucky. No, I can do it right now. You didn't do it yesterday. I do it right now. You didn't do it yesterday. Well, don't you wake busy. her up. Don't, it was busy. You're going to wake her up right now. Sit, God damn it. You, you fucking sit you right your now. Fucking kid Look, quiet. she's sitting. She's sitting. I swear to God, I told you she's sitting. I'm a great parent. Ever. I'm one of the only parents in Los Angeles right now. One of the only gay parents in Los Angeles who can make their cheap and sit. Puppy after two weeks. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't. <laughs> well, it's December first, uh, which is Happy uh, World's AIDS Day. Happy World's World's AIDS Day. World that, AIDS Day. All those plural. World, World AIDS, AIDS Day. Day. There we go. AIDS isn't plural. It's a syndrome. <laughs> it's not AIDS. Oh, I have a. I have a AIDS. I have more. <laughs> I have an AIDS. Got it. Just have one. <laughs> just have one. Yeah. I uh, caught the AIDS. The- <laughs> um this is my first uh world aids day as someone who's now atrial positive what do we get um a quilt (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i used to tell this really bad joke on stage oh tell it that was uh the uh um babies should have a sids quilt Something like that. That was it? There was something like that. All right. We held for applause and laughter. I'm not sure what Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. I'm so stupid. It was a blankie. funny one. They should have a SIDS blankie. Oh, my God. You're so stupid. And look, I'm not saying that I'm funny. Happy World AIDS Day to you and yours. Two weeks ago, we made a formal announcement. We shook the world. We shook all 12 of you. Um, All right, don't. And uh, you know, I feel like you know now that this is this is out in the open and what our thing. Now this is this is how we're being defined. Oh my god, we're we're never going to be successful. Um, HIV Tony and AIDS Katie. Give it up for HV Tony and AD Casey, everybody. I think that right. it's important that we need to acknowledge the fact that this is still something that uh, is ravaging the world. Yep. I think that you mentioned that like 100,000 people. No. Wait, what did you say? I saw that 1,000 people, a thousand people in South Africa, which I can't believe this is true, get infected every day. Every Maybe day. Maybe Africa. And I'll look that up, but that's an insane. If even if it's even if it's a hundred people every day in one country, that that's ins- an insane amount. And we're still people. talking about how it's a problem now uh, in the United States because uh, there are there are people in rural areas who, sure. uh, you know, if they're if they're LGBT, if they're gay men, they're like you know maybe closeted, and that puts them in the position to do riskier things, yep. which puts them in a risky spot to contract HIV. And, and with the with the porn. Well, and I, and also in those areas too, along with this like fentanyl addiction and other various uh, heroin and opioid addictions, like. 
people are people are still sh- out there sharing needles. Yeah, you know. Oh I yeah, mean, she's absolutely. not just a drag queen. Yeah, uh, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, and um, it is a um, it is you know the, the the issues don't go don't don't go away, and especially when you know I mean I can imagine that there will be further funding cuts in like public health and uh, and uh, and sex education and things that are bad for our kids to understand about yeah. their bodies. Yeah, uh, that we are going to not see uh, increased decline. I think yeah. And so porn is for straight people. Porn has been condomless for um, ever, ever, yeah, for centuries. Yeah. And um, after the AIDS epidemic, uh, gay porn became um, pretty much primarily condoms, condoms porn because it was hope helping to promote um, healthy sexual behaviors when there was a plague. Yeah, and I'm for that. Sure. I'm for preventing plague. Absolutely. Yeah. It's no longer a plague in America. You know, people are, we are not dying. Um, no. People are not dying in mass. People still die from HIV. There are uh, no, pro- there people are, still die from AIDS. There, but- are, there are programs that make it so, that, that are set up now that, you know, it, it makes it impossible for you to die if you do not want to die. The <laughs> drugs are good right. and they are working. Um, but uh, so, but because of PrEP, um and rigorous um hiv std screenings the uh, adult film industry gay adult film industry has been moving increasingly out of condoms back to that bar back ba- bear bar back back to that bar back who <laughs> bear backed you in the back room uh, <laughs> and i am not against this one because i think that uh porn just like any other t- entertainment is fantasy and right. i do believe that and i do believe they're promoting a fantasy and i also know i've know the industry well and i know a lot of people in the industry and i understand the um rigor that goes into making sure transmission of disease is not done there one um two people do get their sexual education from porn this day yeah because they're not getting it from fucking you know who they should be getting it from which are like you know educators and 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 parents yeah absolutely so so I mean, and I think that it's important that uh, because we have this platform, no matter how big it is, that uh, we are encouraging people to uh, look into prep because... uh, Tell people what prep is, Tony. uh, Well, prep just, you know, is something that keeps you safe from contracting HIV. It's a pill. It's a pill that you take. You take it daily. Or if you're like sexually active, you know, I know the people who like stop being sexually active. So they stop taking the Truvada. It's a small amount of HIV medication. Right. That you take daily. And um, the concern was we don't know the effects of what these meds will have on your body long term. It's Which is true. That's looking, valid. But it's increasingly looking clear, like uh, lo- looking more and more like like it has with the amount of pills you pop every day for all the various other things that you're doing. Right. Like, this is not necessarily going to affect your kidneys. We it's a little bit difficult for the pills we're taking because it's a much higher dosage of these you know toxic right. chemicals that we're putting in our body to kill disease. Um, but the point is, is that high risk populations of contracting HIV can take these and the. Um, there has been, from my understanding, only one known case of someone who contracted on prep who contracted HIV. So like they're talking 99.999% effective in, um, not getting HIV. It doesn't say just get bareback and take cum in all your holes nonstop. Right. Um, because also you're going to get, you're going to get syphilis. And also see that's a thing too. Like you're going to get syphilis. You have to understand also that like this, like, like prep. Uh, is not no condoms. Like on, honestly, like there, if you want to do that, you are open to that. If you're, you know, consent, blah blah blah. But what I'm saying is, 
syphilis, gonorrhea, all of those other things that yeah. condoms help prevent. Uh, chlamydia. Chlamydia, you know, are, are still very possible. And you can still also, get crabs you know, no what. you know, women should also be taking uh, PrEP if they're sexually active uh, because... I don't know. Well, I I mean, I don't think that it's Prostitutes, like... Prostitutes, I don't maybe. think that... It, well, the thing is, is like... You know, you hear those down low stories. I watch a lot of SVU. You know All what right. I mean? Law and Order SVU. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have like those down low things yeah. where uh, straight dudes are giving women uh, or like giving women HIV yeah. uh, just for the sport of it or whatever or out of hatred for the fact that they... Just for the sport of it? I don't know. This is not <laughs> what down low culture is all about, first of all. <laughs> Let's take it back. Are you promoting Black men of- love sports, but one of I those know, sports... I'm not talking black men. No, I'm not just well, saying... Well, down low, when you I'm say saying- down low, the down low culture is, is Yeah, is but I'm like men. saying, but there are straight guys who are down Download too. Like they're, sure. they're, if, okay. you're, if okay. you're in the closet, DL. if you're if you're in the closet okay. and you're having sex with women and okay. men, like I don't think that but it's, I, I, just, I know that it's primarily. Uh, I well, I, I want to. I think that might say, be a little racist. When, but when you say DL, no, that's a that is like that is. Is that's that something a, they adopted? Is that do they say that? Like yes, is that, is that something guys they, who are on the DL in the that, that's like a, that's like a subculture. But of what gay, I'm saying is, regardless, regardless of what it is, I think that you know women run a risk of getting HIV. Women get HIV, especially women of color get HIV at a much higher rate yep these days yep and that's you know so it's like obviously there's a there's a there's a need for even women to be educated about this as well absolutely i i i i just think i think that um you know the one thing that i don't think that was truly ingrained in me as a kid and this is something that i think is important for world aids day is that i didn't i don't think i realized through my sex education like i knew that hiv was something gay men got because um that it was in their community and from you know the way that we understood it as a kid was like they're having sex with everyone right you know they're just fucking they're just promiscuous group of people which when i learned more i was like oh we are yeah um (laughs) and uh that's what but the thing was is that um uh after more and more research it, it is much much easier to get to transmit hiv through anal sex yeah than it is through vaginal sex because of a various various factors, but one of those factors being um, um, it's much easier to uh, make a tear in lining mm-hmm. that uh, makes transmission of said um, disease through cum and blood easier. I see. There I we see. go. Um, and that so, doesn't lessen the fact that it happens, no. and that women should also no, be women. I, I just, but, I, but but I think one thing. One this thing isn't a pissing is, contest on who should take Travada no, case. But no, but I just think it's it's like it's. I don't think that I don't think everyone should be on prep. I honestly don't think everyone. should I be think on that prep. if you're having bareback sex, you yes. should be on fucking prep. I think if you're That's having bareback anal to. sex, you should be having you should be on prep. Like if you're not having sex or if you're using condoms, then you should be fine. But right. if you're if you choose not to then that's something that you should you should use as an option no, I, and i i'm i, I agree 100, 110% on that and i think that you know the goal is to i mean one of the goals of prep is to um uh you know i mean there believe there's a strong belief that we can do away with hiv transmission in this um generation you know, I mean, the transmission, at least, and there's talks of vaccines, there's talks of cures, or there's increasing talks of those in ways that there hadn't been in years because people gave up for a while. Yeah. But um, once they cured that guy in Germany after taking out of all of his blood out and putting new blood in. But, you know, there's also just fucking really nasty people out there who, like, you know, there are deniers. There are people who, you know, it, it's like, yes, I would love for that to be a thing, obviously. But also, it's like, we're not far from we're, we're not as close to that as we would like to be yet you know no. people are still 
It's it's interesting to me. I just I think you know because people aren't dying in the same way, and it's not in the same. People are literally aren't dying in the streets in the way that they mm-hmm. were. Um, that uh, um, it has lost its cachet as 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 a like an it disease, right? You know, and and I, I hate to put it in those terms, but you know what I mean. And so, and I think it's just important on World AIDS Day to say that a hundred percent of the people in this room you're listening to right now are HIV positive. That's, that's, that's fair. So it's a real thing that affects real people, people that you know or that you listen to, and that a lot of people might not even be talking about it because they know that they're going to be okay. Uh, physically because their doctors have told them that and they're right. taking their drugs but they don't want to talk about it because of the shame and stigma that goes along with it because yeah. of how you get it you get it in your well, butt we have you a few we have a few minutes left and i actually want to talk about that because there's been a question that i've had and that you know uh being being uh so recently diagnosed is like the the disclosing thing and uh and when you do it uh and when you choose to do it or because is this something that you say like on a first date? Is this something that you say when you're about to have sex? Like, see, that's that's where it gets in my mind. It that's where I get down because I'm like, fuck, like this is like another thing I could deal with in getting rejected. You know I what think I mean? That- I think that you are lucky to live in Los Angeles in a time of prep and a time of understanding because now at this point, honestly, most gay men I know or that I see like, you know, like that you, most gay men I know are on prep these days. Uh-huh. And I feel like most sexually active gay men in a big city are, are understanding that you should be on prep. So I think that their fear is down. But when it comes to disclosure, it was different for me eight years ago than it is now. Right. You know, um, I think back then I, I was very hesitant to talk about it and then I wouldn't because I, basically I just wasn't like, unless I was having sex i would if i was going out on a date i don't know did you ever not tell um yes um and but that was only with very safe sex and knowing that i was undetected i mean i hate to say that but right like, you know i mean like i got infected by people who say they told me uh, i don't remember them telling me admittedly i was uh drunk but i don't remember them i can't imagine that i was like i don't care and then on top of that we had unprotected sex right you know and so i think like like I don't believe that they told me because I think that I just think that's bullshit. I don't think that I would have and 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 I and I do feel taken about it. But but um um then to have unprotected sex knowing that one of the people wasn't on their meds, uh-huh. you know. So I think that like, you know, if if you're bottoming, right, and condoms are being used and you're undetectable, the chances of tramis- tr- transmitting transmitting are like so non-existent uh-huh. um that like you can have your own peace of mind that way but that was very early on long time ago when i had tons of shame yeah i would never like now i wouldn't do that because i don't care anymore because if like i mean also i'm not out seeking sex i have a, i have a relationship i think that it's important that to get it out there as early as possible because then it's an issue you know it's like yeah. and then you don't have this time to form bonds when you have this fear inside of you being like oh no is this going to blow everything up you know i feel uh, like i it's just, just hate like, that it's like first date shit like that's what it seems like you're saying to me i mean it's like it's like saying that look it's like the first thing i need to say and i have to wear that very first and that just to me it's it's still so fresh well where are you meeting these people for dates you know what i mean like are you saying in general or if it's well if it was from an app like my apps all say yeah that i'm hiv positive yeah like like that that's that's not a like but but like i met someone at a bar uh recently right and uh we made plans to have uh breakfast the next day right. and we went to breakfast and we just ate so and eggs and eggs. So eggs and eggs and so i didn't <laughs> that was about what so i was. didn't feel the need to say anything and you don't but of it's course like, you don't but it's like so so 
then you invest time into a second date and then you're like, oh, here it is. And then who knows? I, I don't know. It's like, I, it's, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I and- think as you continue to talk about it more, it will become something that's part of your identity in a way that you don't care as much about, you know? And I think increasingly as more people become be, understand what is going on with HIV and PrEP and undetectable, if you're undetectable, it's in, it's impossible to transmit, yeah. you know, all of these things, um, then, then, you know, you'll, you, you'll increase be fine but yeah it's a stigma it's a fucking stigma that we have that we have to live with yeah and um you know i'm a big fan of condoms i'm a big promoter of condoms okay well this is condoms are not i'm a big fan of condoms too and well we this is um, sometimes our show is too short yeah well (laughs) yeah (laughs) we have to go it's been uh but tell people where they can see you you can see me uh, every Wednesday at party in the back at the new California barbershop. I have other things. I just can't think of them off the top of my head right now. Uh, and uh, come out and see me at Queen Kong at Precinct December 2nd. This Friday, I'm bartending and it's my birthday on December 3rd. So come and give oh, me money. She's a vegetar- vegetarian. And also the Tony Soda. Oh, no, no, that's not true. Uh, what is it? Oh, learn the words, bitch. Uh, December 5th, uh, Monday. That's going to be my birthday show for that at Akbar. Uh, my celebrity judges are Meatball and Bird. Early chassis. Uh, it starts around nine o'clock. It's going to be a lot of fun. So you should come out and check it out. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Bye. Uh, be safe. Bye.